0: Hello and welcome back to XG, the Expected Goals podcast from SSG Recruitment Partnerships. My name is Lawrence O'Shea. I'm the Head of Marketing at SSG and I am your host here on Expected Goals. (laughs) Today I am pleased and delighted to present to you an interview which I've been promising and trailing for a couple of weeks now with Hayley Mitchell of Boella Recruit. Haley has many years recruitment experience and works in the commercial and legal support sector. Haley started her own business a couple of years ago, and immediately, almost immediately, just as things were starting to kick off, COVID happened. Uh, we're going to talk to Haley, and we're going to hear a little bit about her story and what's been challenging for her and how she's overcome those challenges. And she's got some key nuggets, some insights and some secrets that she wants to share with you about how to make the most of your career in recruitment. I'll give you a little teaser. Part of it is about just doing it. So without further ado, let's kick off the interview. Here's Haley. Of Boella recruit. Thank you very much for joining us, Hailey. Um, it's all right. Thank yeah, you for inviting me. You are w- more than welcome. Um, I, um, let's just kick it off. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, and, and kind of what you do.
1: Okay. So I've been in recruitment for a number of years. Started out working for large corporate companies, um, very, you know, KPI driven, that kind of thing. Um did that for nine years before going and having a child, um, came back to recruitment on a part-time basis, had a relationship breakdown and needed flexibility, work around childcare, all of the things. Unfortunately, in a really high competitive, you know, demanding industry is recruitment. Not mm. a lot of recruitment directors understand that Yeah. because it is, you know, if you've got a candidate at half past two, but you've got to leave for a screaming child with teething or whatever at nursery or diarrhea mm-hmm. then you've got to run out the window you know got to run out the door get there and the window of opportunity is gone because no one manages your desk
0: yes um
1: so yeah so I made that decision in 2019 to meet with Max at the time who was of SSG and uh yeah decided to set up Boella
0: fantastic and 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 what sort of like um what sec- what sector do you specialize in
1: so we do commercial so yeah. office support and legal and HR vacancies
0: cool and and how's it going yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, I. I, I mean, I, I'm always seeing you. I'm always seeing you <laughs> out on on LinkedIn. Always. We are, we are a
1: good old social bunch here. You we are love social media. You
0: are. You are. And I. I. I, I mean, you know. And the, what I like about what you you put out on LinkedIn is, um there's there's kind of there's like a kind of a, a vast majority of of stuff that goes out on LinkedIn that is kind of a bit contrived um yeah. a little bit kind of like oh uh, yeah yeah I've seen this before then, it, yep. yeah exactly but what what I like about what you and your team put out is kind of that there's often something a little bit deeper about it I, and I what well, I, I kind of it, it's hard to sort of convey it but I suppose a way of saying it you, you know you you kind of have a, like a message and you 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 almost talk about other things other than recruitment do, do you know what I yeah, mean
1: yeah
0: yeah um and I, I I mean, particularly, I, I've, I've liked some of the things that you've, you've had to say when I think maybe you've perhaps had a bit of a bee in your bonnet about something and, um, and, and you've, you've kind of just, oh, look, look, no, let's kind of, I've got something to say about this. And I've particularly, I've particularly enjoyed that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely one of them people, if I've got to say, I'm going to say it. And, you know, there is a bit of controversy, but at the end of the day... I think the world would be a boring place if we all had the same opinions and a bit of difference, you know, a bit of objection is needs to happen sometimes.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I suppose, you know, it, it, that kind of attitude that goes sort of hand in hand as well with your running your own business, you get to choose the way you do it. You, you know, if if you're working for, for one of the big corporates and you wanted to, you know, have a little bit of, of a beef about something, you you might get a little bit of a a word in your ear <laughs> do you Absolutely, know what i mean yeah. no
1: i'm i agree
0: um so you know i suppose it allows you to do things your own way how many people have you got working with you at baolena um, so i've
1: got Elsie. yeah um at the moment so it's just myself and Elsie. so yeah. staffing i'm not going to lie obviously after the pandemic has been a bit of an issue mm. um The the girls that I had before, one came into the business without any recruitment experience. She had the mentality to pick up the phone, you know, that kind of up-down kind of sales target-driven. She made placements, she made money. It was the hours. Yeah. You need to be flexible in this market, you know, more so now with COVID. You know, if you have to make a call at quarter past eight at night to get that candidate, you need to be doing that because you need to be doing things that your competitors aren't, and that didn't fit in with her home life. Sure. Um. And then I think I took on the um, apprentice lady mm. and that again didn't work out for various reasons. Um, and it, I, I get it. It's recruitment's not for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, find,
1: yeah. I, find, I think that's quite hard was, you know, bringing people into a business because obviously there's a reason why I do what I do because I'm very passionate about it and more so it's my brand and my business. So the people that I bring in need to have that same values whether it be personal values in line with me or business values yep um and I'm just really relishing in the fact that I've got the lovely Elsie now so
0: happy days yeah. i mean yeah, like the, I this is it i mean you know it's it's very hard i mean it it's it's a difficult thing anyway when when you're kind of you know you start your business and you, you, when to when's the right time to to start bringing people into the business you know that that's a big question it's a hard it's a hard one to be yeah. honest, and then also. I mean, and that's without COVID. And then you've got also then, you know, you've got to find the the right fit uh, culturally for you. Um, What what, what, what was it that, I mean, apart, you know, I mean, you mentioned earlier the kind of, you know, that, that added flexibility, the ability to do things your own way and kind of put your own stamp on things. Were there any other things that kind of like pushed you down this road to start in Bowella, or was it mainly yeah. those things?
1: Not gonna lie, money was a yeah. big thing. I had to work part time. Um, okay, I, I did earn a good salary for working part time. I can't lie, but when you're a salesperson, you obviously want to earn more money. And it's very difficult when you're, you know, you're in an office for four days a week, and you've got clients that want to speak to you on your day off, and you're trying to spend time with your family. So, money to me was a big thing. Uh, flexibility. Um, there's parts of every job, I guess, that people like and they don't like. For me, I don't I don't need to sit here and make 150 sales calls every day because I'd rather have 30 valued relationships and then people can be sat on their sofa working from home and email me. I don't need to have that corporate structure. So for me, knowing that I'd got the support that I would get from SSG and not have somebody like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Have you had 55 visits this week? And doing things just for the sake of doing things like, being you know on your own it's, it's you do what you, you do what you do to make money you don't have gee, micromanaging kind of set up
0: yeah exactly I suppose you know it's good to have targets and it's good to have whatever we will use the the, the 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 KPI thing it's good to have those just for yourself like when it comes to like the big numbers just to keep yourself yeah. accountable keep yourself on track but I suppose, and it, it's a it's a fairly common thing that we hear um, at SSG. It, it's those pointless KPIs, those pointless targets, which are just yeah. like, "Well, I've got to make a hundred calls." But what? But, but really, it's about making you know, making placements. Rather than making
1: a hundred <laughs> calls, make fifteen quality calls. Yeah, where you spend twenty minutes on the phone to each client, understand their business, and get a meeting out of it, rather than ringing a hundred companies to then get told right, you need to have for client visits but you'd end up being a commercial consultant you know going to businesses that might have a temp for a day you know yeah. it's, your time's better spent on other activities whereas getting in your car driving to a meeting being there for 20 minutes it's, to me it was pointless it was just doing something for the sake of doing things like yeah time's oh, better spent uh, on other activities
0: absolutely and I, I think you know that's that's one of the kind of the key things that that certainly i, I think this is why you know you and Boella and SSG's partnership works um, is because, you know, it works best when, when you are able to just like just do what you need to do to basically put some money in the bank and then Absolutely. you don't have to worry about all of the other junk that comes with, you know, running a business because, yeah. you know, if, if you had to do all of that stuff, you know, then basically you'd be working part-time as a recruiter you know, and yeah, the, yeah. It, it it kind of doesn't make any sense. Um, were, were there any things that, like, before you started, like, were there any sort of apprehensions or fears or anything that you found about, like, a little bit scary about the whole thing?
1: Um, yeah, I think the fact of going from a consultant to being a, like an MD of a company, that was quite petrifying. And I think anyone that tells you that it isn't, in my opinion, would be a bit of a liar um, because there's all that, the legal implications of it. There's always like the terms of business, there's always, you know, restricted covenants, there's all these other things you've got going on. But as a consultant, you've got to get your head out of that. I have to make this target, this amount of money as a business owner saying, you know, I want to bring on staff at this point. I want to get an office. I want to do this. And you're responsible for so much more. So I guess that was a bit of nerve wracking experience thinking how do you go from being a consultant where you've got an MD or an area manager or whatever that you go to and they step in if you've got an issue to being like you are the brand the face of that business because there's things as a consultant that you obviously didn't do as a managing director and you've got to learn like on the job kind of thing and I guess that was a bit scary
0: yeah absolutely and and sort of so 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 I mean, you you kind of were like, so did you have the idea about sort of starting on your own and then you sort of had a sort of look at what options there were available? How did it all happen?
1: Um, so, yeah, I think I'd had communications with SSG probably, I don't know, maybe three, four years. Um, and I, th- I think we'd had a meeting scheduled and I put it off because I found out I was having a child and it just wasn't right, maternity pay and things like that. Um, and I didn't... It wasn't. I didn't want to work in recruitment because I did, but I didn't know. Kind of, did I want to go as a branch manager in a company that was already structured, or did I want? So I can't. We didn't push forward for that. And then after I'd had a child, I thought, you know what, I need the flexibility. I don't want that long commute. If you get stuck, you know, in driving like an hour doesn't seem that bad. But when nurseries finish at six o'clock or whatever, and you finish work at five you've literally got an hour window and it just wasn't flexible.
0: Yeah, there's no bandwidth um, for for anything else, yeah. is there? Yeah.
1: And I think that was, for me, was the turning point when I was just like, I need to get a better, I know it sounds a bit cliche, but a better work-life balance.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's one, one of my favourite cliches is that cliches are cliches for a reason, it's because they're true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. They are. Um and yeah so so it it just sort of made sense and then you just sort of uh, it, it just sort of happened so when you when you were kind of going through that process um and and starting your business i mean it's still it's still obviously going to be quite a, a, a crazy time because you know you you you're leaving although you're still doing recruitment you're kind of leaving one world and and kind of entering another um yeah and and how, how was that sort of like transition for you?
1: It was different and I've got quite a lot of friends in different sectors, like quite a few of my like guy friends, they've got like construction businesses and one of my friends, she's an accountant. So they would just like literally take each day as it comes, be a sponge, absorb as much information as you can from people. Even if you think it's irrelevant or you're not interested, just, just take it in write it all down because it might be relevant in like you know a few weeks or months or whatever down the line use everybody you know for their information you know knowledge is power etc um and just and just be focused on the end goal you know rome wasn't built in a day you've got to be a grafter to be successful as well as obviously going through a global pandemic if you've got them attributes and skills then use it think of what you could be in 5 years and what be 10 years you know dealing with the horrid tasks you know at the start once it's done it's the world your voice the kind of thing
0: absolutely i mean I, i i particularly you know that that thing you mentioned about kind of being a sponge and just sort of absorbing it all it's it's so key i think when going through a transition from from kind of being employed to be you know owning your own business to surround yourself in whatever way or situation is, is best for you um, with people who have good advice to give or people who can maybe take some of that responsibility uh, and, and you, you know people that you can leverage their expertise and, and kind of go right okay that's i don't quite fully get my head around that but I know it's going to be all above board and sorted and it's absolutely. it's gonna it's it's, it's gonna be all right. And those terms of business, which I've got no bloody clue where to start with, do you know what that, that's going they'll be fine? They'll be, yeah, they'll, be they'll be bulletproof. And like I, I think, you know, that that's kind of when when I speak to people who may be you know, they're kind of going, oh, do you know, like it's just, um, you know, a lot of people kind of think, do you know what though? I could, I can do that and I can do that and I can do that and I can do that. And a lot of people do try and do that. And and they do try and kind of, you know, they'll, they'll look up a thing online and they'll go, right, I can register myself for corporation tax. I can register my business. I can get a website on Wix or whatever. And, you know, and that's all great. But then you, you forget that you're going to have to then learn how to do a corporation tax return and work mm, out how that works yeah. and what you can have as expenses and what you can't. And that's not going to take, like, five minutes of your time. That's going to take, like, two weeks of your time. And those two weeks, you might be making money uh, otherwise. So I think, like, it, it's the best advice I can ever give anyone is go is, is like focus on what you're good at and surround yourself with people who are good at what they are good at tools and, and skills that yeah, you need absolutely. to succeed. You know, it's, it's like, it's just
1: relationships, isn't it? I think, it exactly. Goes, you know, setting up your own company. Like, you know, when I came for my little chat, I was like, I'm really going to be honest with you. I was like, I hate numbers. I hate maths. I love spending money. Um, <laughs> <you> know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm and good I'm at that bit. And
1: spend, <laughs> and spending it. That's, yeah. my, that's my motivator. Um, but when it comes to reporting accounts, again, that consultant head is you have all your receipts, stick them in an envelope, check it on your boss's desk, and your boss does it. When you're setting up your own company, it's having knowing you've got that support network behind you of somebody that can go, hang on a minute, this is the envelope, this is what we're going to do with it, and this is what I need you to do, and I will help you do that. And I think, you know, a lot of people I spoke to that own their own businesses said that they were afraid to, to say, I'm actually scared, or I don't know, because the expectation is you run your own business and you know everything about everything, hand on heart you don't you learn every day every day you learn something new whether it be from your colleagues whether it be from a client whether it be you know from the relationship I've got with SSG or whatever you're learning all the time and I think it's just be about communication build relationships and like I say be that sponge absorb what information if someone's going to give you information for free based on their past experiences and it's worked take it if you don't try it you don't try it but if you do and it works great
0: exactly you got nothing nothing to lose through listening and and, and and learning because you know you can learn from other people's success and you can learn i mean i'm i'm not particularly good at this but you can learn from other people's mistakes i'm better at learning from my own but <laughs> but you know it's it's possible and it, it i think i think that's you know starting your own business and making that transition is very scary and there is a risk involved obviously but it's all about minimizing that risk and minimizing that stress as you go through that transition. Um, particularly as we've kind of we we've all been through a lot of change recently, so the the more we can do to minimize that the the kind of disruption through through any sort of transition is going to be kind of beneficial. I mean, speaking of COVID, like just how was it? Because everybody everybody has a different experience. So what what was it like for you and and Boella?
1: So March 2020, I remember speaking to um, my account manager at SSG and I was like, you know, I'm on form for my best ever month. Um, We'd got like, I think it was, I can't even remember, like 20 grand on interview. We'd already got like, you know, money in the bank for it. It was full steam ahead for March. And then literally overnight, click of the finger, see you later. We can't interview. We're going in a lockdown. We're not doing it remote. We don't know. So overnight, it was like a oh shit excuse my language but one of them situations where you're like you know oh my god how am i going to cope obviously oh, i've got a business to run there's costs you know job boards etc insurances salaries overnight never you know as a new business owner because i'd only been going since march 19 this was like you know 11 months after oh god what do i do um so look down one there was nothing i could do so i closed shut up shop um i couldn't my clients are closed. Candidates can't go anywhere. There was no, there was no, nothing. So I really looked at kind of lockdown one. I still worked, had regular contact with my account manager at SSG, you know, putting things into play, looking on the job boards. Was anyone recruiting, you know, looking at the website? Was there any changes? Was there any job boards I wanted access to when things, you know, kick start again? So I always had in the back of my mind, what could I do when we come out of this? Um, which then I think it was probably... August from that August we've been like non-stop since yeah um, and do you put, put that
0: you put that down to because to, I, I remember we spoke um, earlier on in the year Yeah. and, and we, we were kind of talking about you know what, what we did during that time um, and uh, you know because I, I remember you saying that you know you were even when Boella was shut and you weren't working you were still like you were still looking, you were still sort of thinking, right, okay, yeah. where's the opportunity? When's going to be the right time? When can I press little the button? things
1: like just checking in with people, you know, people on LinkedIn. Yeah. Your clients are more likely to check social media. One of the things, you know, I found was just a little, hi, how are you? How's things going? I didn't expect, you know, war and peace from them. They didn't expect it from me. But just checking in, making sure people are okay. You know, everyone was going through different things. It costs you no money as a business to do that. And just having a bit of personality and a bit of kind of a bit of backbone and a bit of substance behind it, people have more respect because the problem you got is obviously come kind of the July, August when we come out of it, people go full steam ahead, sales calls, ringing up all these customers and they're like, well, you've never checked in with us the whole of like the COVID period because you've closed, you've never done anything. So I just thought, do you know what? It's a wi- like a window of opportunity. Let's get talking to people. Let's get still networking with people. It doesn't have to be. Do you use agencies? Can we, you know, bill you five grand for an administrator, etc. It's about how are you? What are you doing? What can we do for you? And being supportive. Um, and also, you know, with the LinkedIn, the the purple banner of hiring, and obviously the green banner of looking for work. Chatting to them people. Can I can I look at your CV? A lot of people were chucking it out there. Recruiters, I noticed saying, you know. 15.99 and i'll write you a cv well you wouldn't do that anyway it's just an opportunity to make money why not use what you've got to help other people and that will set you in a better stead rather than kind of give me money give me money so just chatting to people and offering advice was what yeah, worked for me
0: absolutely and so then round you said august time you're yeah. ready to sort of like turn the key in the ignition kick start stuff and 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 how did that go
1: yeah really good so it was obviously speaking to people um you know we didn't get everything back that you know we potentially would have had in september in the march sorry because people just were so uncertain but it was just again it was just full steam ahead working you know what hours i could around childcare, just being flexible if you need to speak to people in the evenings do that um bringing on new business but not solely focusing on bringing on new stuff, looking at the people that you've had relationships before, like nurture people because people naturally are going to be a bit scared of the economy and what's going on. Nurture those people and be a bit more consultative rather than that typical recruitment sales crap that we all throw out. Um, (laughs) Just offer a bit of support. You know, if people are, you know, making redundancies, you know, I was offering clients, you know, if you're making redundancies, I can come on board, register your candidates for you, you know, register your staff, give them CV advice and stuff. Um, Mm. It's just, Looking like you say, windows of opportunity out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, just in in terms of sort of like billings and stuff. How have have you kind of got back to a, a, the point where you where you were, or, or is it still like are you still recovering, or have you gone beyond? Where where it's, are, where it's, are it's you? It's up
1: and it is up and down. Yeah, um, it is up and down. I think sometimes clients are expecting us to kind of lower our fees. There are agencies out there going in, you know, 500 quid, flat fees, VAT. I'm not going to lower my service and depreciate the value of what we do for people for 500 pounds because they, you know, from a client, they want us to lower our fee. So, what do you want us to do then? Lower our service because you've got Billy down the road who will pay the standard fee or, you know, he'll give us regular business. So, I try not to get involved and try not to be competitive with other agencies. It's good to know where your competitors are, but don't look to, you know, devalue your service just to get the business. I'd rather stick with my loyal clients that pay, you know, agreed fees, pay on time, work well with us, and we get on. And I don't need to go in at clients for, you know, five hundred pound flat fees just, just to bring things on to, to make. I'd rather have clients that are going to pay. They're going to come back to you based on service and reputation because it's still so unknown out there.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I'm. I'm I think, I mean, for what it's worth, and, and clearly, you know, clearly the, the kind of the success and your experience has shown that that is the right approach and that's what people want, really. You know, I think, I think you know, there may be a few people that would, would take up an offer of a £500 flat fee, but after one experience of that, they'll probably never do it again. So,
1: no. I- <laughs> you know, what are you getting for 500 pounds? You know, and I always say to people, you know, you're trying to protect your business's cash flow. I'm a new business as well. You know, your swings and roundabouts. If you want this, I want this, you know. And I think people are getting a bit grabby with the candidate shortage as well that we've seen most recently. I think people are getting grabby because recruiters see, well, I need to have 30, 40 jobs on my books because I'm bound to, you know, that saying in recruitment: if you throw shit at the wall, something's going to stick. Yeah. It's that that. If yeah. I bring, mean, you know, got forty jobs, I'm going to call, I don't know, five hundred candidates for forty jobs. Something's going to stick. I'll make a placement, cash in the bank. Well, I'd rather not work like that.
0: Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. And I, I think, I think, you know, your 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 business values and and your success as a result are kind of testament to sort of like that approach. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But, and 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 again it's it's one of the great things about sort of like having the choice if you were if you're a consultant you don't get to make those choices somebody else is saying right this is a new initiative this is what we're doing now just you know we're going to just you know we're going to scale everything down and we're going to do things at bargain basement prices absolutely um whereas i think My personal opinion on it is that actually with all of this madness in the world, people want to know where they stand and they want a bit of normalcy and a bit of continuity and they want something reliable that they can bank on, Um, which is why, you know, which is why, which is why that sort of works. Um, Moving now into, into the world of future opportunities um, okay. In what does what what what's the future look like for you for Boela? What what, what what's what's the do you have an end goal or or uh, or I a go sort over of... the
1: world? No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, just um, yeah, just, just just small ambitions then. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So I think. Obviously, I've got Elsie, so she's new to the business. So she comes from an estate agency background. So she's still getting her feet under the table and, you know, smashing it, which is always good. Um, Ideally, maybe another two or three staff members. I always said I I don't want to be the biggest recruitment agency, but I want to be one of the best. So I don't want to be one of the big boys where you've got 65 million branches across the whole of the UK and you bring in all these other managers just – to manage these branches I want to be in that business and I want to have the family again good old cliche but the family feel where you know you spend such a big chunk of your life working I just want a nice recruitment company where we come we do what we do you know we help people get jobs we help our clients we help our candidates and we're we're true to ourselves you know that that for me would be you know if we could get to say I don't know eight maximum people in the business you know, look at who I've got in the business, you know, internal promotions. Um, We have moved into an office in July this year as well. So maybe, I don't know, high street office one day, all kitted out maybe. Um, You know, I don't want to be the biggest agency out there. I want it to be personal. I want it to be, you know, we're a team. That's That's how I would rather it be than... Go all
0: over the UK? Well, I, I think, you know, it's, you know, the, 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 there's like a kind of a um, consistency um, uh, throughout that, you know, from this to your approach to everything. And that is just that quality over quantity. and and, and, and I think, you know, that ultimately, you know, recruitment gets a bad rap all the time. <clears throat> but uh, it is it is an empowering position to be in, and it can yeah. be um, if it's done, if it's done right it can be it can be an incredibly empowering situ- you know um, profession for everybody involved everybody can get something out of it, 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 it in the best case everybody wins um, so it, I think it's it, it it's really dis the only it's the only way to do it in my opinion. Just focus on the quality, focus on doing it right, and then and then see what doors open. Do you know what I mean? Go with it.
1: I just don't want to be. I've never wanted to be one of these people that's you know because I think you've there's a there's a real fine line between confidence as in knowing your capabilities and arrogance and. It's the same, you know, as a state agent, sometimes they have a bad rep from, you know, not knowing the difference between confidence. We don't want to be that. We want to be confident in our capabilities. I don't want to be a, a business that, you know, we go to meetings because for the sake of going to meetings, we promise somebody 600 temps. We're doing it just because we want to line our pockets and have a bigger bank balance. But we then underperform and under deliver because then your credibility just looks horrendous. I'd rather work with the ones and twos the clients that genuinely like us as people and have a team that want to be here if you don't want to be here don't be here that's fine i'm I'm not bothered but be here want it and it's a great opportunity and you know the world is gonna keep going as they say it
0: will it will um just just one last thing um one last thing um if if uh, if you could say something to or give a piece of advice because ultimately you've been on this journey yeah and, and arguably you've been on this journey at, during the most difficult possible time to be going on this journey right so, yeah. so, so you you've really been on the journey <laughs> What advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about it, who's considering it? Or maybe even a recruitment consultant who's just like, maybe they haven't even thought about it. What, like, would you, would you advocate for what you do and what you yeah, have done?
1: The, I think the best advice I could say would be go for it. You know, it, it came up for a conversation with me three, four years ago. And then obviously this, starting a family wasn't the right time to be starting a business. Um, go for it. You know, like I said before about being the sponge, there's people out there you can talk to. You know, I've got a lot of connections on LinkedIn that throw free advice to me daily, um, you know, and they support your business. Um, Go for it, have a chat. You've got nothing to lose from chatting to people. And again, it's relationships, communication, networking. Just if you go for it and you have a chat and you go, do you know what, I'm not quite right or I'm not quite here. Um, I think if hand on heart, if I hadn't have had a chat, when i had a chat i would probably never do it but i think it was just being honest and just saying accountancy finance is not my credit control is not my it's not my area of expertise give me the tools to make money and i will do it but those other bits that's what i need support with and then obviously when S- i had the conversation with ssg and that's you know part of the package that you guys include it just it just made sense so just, I think, just go for it. If you've got that feeling, you've got that feeling for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know no, what I mean? Rather yeah, than that absolutely.
0: Kind
1: of sitting that, back, going, I don't understand.
0: I, I think, I think the first, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, you know, if if you've got, if you've just got a hint of an interest. And have a dig, have a just have a have little a bit of a think, have a chat to people, see what they think, see get people's experiences, you know, talk to people that have done it, talk to people who help you do it, um, and 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 see if it's right because I, I mean, think, if don't it, it, live
1: with regrets, you know, absolutely. You could regret that something yeah. could happen tomorrow, you know, you'll recruit, you might work for a big corporate, they might make mass redundancies. And you're left going, oh, my goodness, what do I do? But three weeks ago, you could have had a conversation. You know, you could be up and running the turnaround time from, you know, ideas on paper to getting your website done, you know, your company name, et cetera. It's a quick turnaround. You, you could do that. You don't know what's around the corner. You I just think just just go for it. Just don't overthink a situation. Just there's a reason why you're not happy. If anything, I've learned and a, a manager of mine years ago taught me this is everyone in recruitment is replaceable you're always replaceable when it's your and this again is why I would rather not be one of these slapdash recruiters focus on the quality over the quantity because I want my staff to know that I've got an open door they can come to me with anything and I'll give them respect that that they deserve and they'll work hard for me in return and just just have a chat just just do what you've got to do
0: So that was Hayley Mitchell of Boella Recruit. You can find out more about Boella Recruit if you visit boellarecruit.co.uk. That's B-O-W-E-L-L-A-recruit.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, Haley is a fantastic person to speak to and she's a fantastic person as well to deal with. And certainly I, I'm sure I speak for the whole SSG team and that she's an absolute pleasure uh, to have as a partner. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, next week, we're going to be covering some more topics, we're going to be dipping our toes into marketing once again, and uh, talking about how to make the most of LinkedIn. Of course, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't hesitate to subscribe. Give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you really want to, just share it. Share it around a little bit. Share the love. Um, thank you very much. Once again, again, if there's anything you want us to cover, do let me know. There's a link in the podcast notes where you can actually send me a voice message and your voice could be on this podcast. So let us know what you want and we will deliver. Anyway, thanks again and I will speak to you next week.